Hi, this is LifeSpring Podcast number 54. Hi, uh, Brian Duncan here. Steve Webb's personal friend of mine on the LifeSpring Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to Live Spring. I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host. And yes, we have a live audience today. Not really. It's just me. <laughs> hey, Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. Remember, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Life Springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. What will you find here? Well, as always, you'll find music and conversation and reasons to believe. I've got a fun show for you today, my friends, in case you couldn't already tell. we got some fun, lighthearted music and a fun topic, too. Oh, and last week I asked you for your thoughts on how long the show should be, and I told you I'd be giving one of my own personal Bibles out of my own library to one lucky person who took the time to write in with an opinion on that question. I'll let you know that um, what some of the responses were, and we'll do the drawing for the Bible live on the show today. Well, as live as a podcast can be anyway, right? Hey, also last week I asked you to pray for Susan Gray, one of uh, the artists that we play on here quite a, quite a bit. Uh, Susan lives in the Houston area of Texas, and of course, uh, Hurricane Rita was down there and uh, wreaked havoc on a lot of people, and I asked you to pray for her. Uh, I got an email from her um, a few days ago, and she had just gotten back home. They had uh, a bit of a harrowing experience getting out of town. You probably saw on the news the lines were just, just atrociously long on the freeways, on the highways, and byways, and sideways, and upsides, and downsides. They were on the, the road for many, many, many hours. Anyway, by the time she got home, uh, they they found that uh, hardly anything was destroyed at, at their house. And so uh, Susan just wanted me to send along her thanks and her gratefulness for your prayers and uh, her gratefulness to God that uh, most of her property uh, got through the hurricane uh, undamaged. So that's a good thing. Hey, speaking of hurricanes, that reminds me that October is here and the beginning of autumn is here in the Northern Hemisphere. Even here in sunny Southern California, the leaves have begun to change and the light outside is a little different. The days are shorter and we'll soon be going into the holiday season and wondering where the year went. Well, time marches on, doesn't it? Well, another thing the beginning of a new month makes me think about is to remind you that I'd, I'd consider it a personal favor if you would take uh, take the time to go over to podcastalley.com and vote for the LifeSpring podcast. It really helps new listeners to find the show. And if we stay uh, there near the top of the ratings, it just makes it easier to find them. Uh, it's not really a stroke to my ego, although you know it obviously uh, makes me feel good when you do... Um, 
uh, vote for the show over at Podcast Alley. But it's really to help get the, the word out. And when I say the word there, I'm talking about capital W, and you know what I mean. So, if you enjoy the show and you think others might enjoy it too, please cast a vote for the LifeSpring Podcast. I've made it easy. Just go over to LifeSpringPodcast.com and click on the vote box that you'll see on the left-hand side of the page. And after you vote, uh, they'll send you an email so that you can confirm your vote. Please don't neglect to take that last step of confirming your vote. If you don't do that, they're not going to count your vote. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for voting. I appreciate that. I encourage you to vote for all the podcasts that you like, uh, not just uh, the LifeSpring podcast, but any other podcast you like. It's a good thing to do for the guys and gals that put podcasts together for you. So let's get right into one of the songs to kind of set the mood today. Um, this is a guy that reminds me a lot of Adam Sandler in his sound and his approach to writing fun songs. Take a listen to this one. Well, I'd first like to thank God you give me guidance, give me strength. Jesus for your sacrifice so I can just record over my mistakes. Parents for your support and for keeping my feet on the ground. My family, churches, sponsors, the people who wonder but still keep me around. You can't go wrong singing the thank you song. Whoa, whoa. So sing along to the thank you song. For airplanes and green cars and vans, their owners rock. For weather cool enough for eggs to not spoil and smell like socks. Cell phone insurance and guitar strings For number 10, thanks for the food For North Dakota supper and words with long old You can't go wrong singing the thank you song Whoa, 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 so sing along to the thank you song For kayaking and spam And two and a half hour campfire jams Single games of Uno which never end for big words and pecan pie For running marathons and early morning breakfasts And river rats and babbling and rambling On and on and on You can't go wrong singing the thank you song Whoa, whoa, sing along to the thank you song For bagels, tubing trips, machete scars and ATVs And beastie bands that take control of when it's quitting time Every million dollar band and happy water and big sand And to a mouse who brought the tiger out of me God squatty You can't go wrong singing the thank you song So sing along to the thank you song Self, who is my only true best friend, then sing along. You can't go wrong singing the thank you song. Sing along to the thank you song.
Isn't that fun? <laughs> that's small fish. That's right, small fish from Florida. <laughs> Doesn't that remind you of Adam Sandler? Check out the link on my show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com for more more information on small fish. I got the music from uh, music.podshow.com. And uh, Podshow is really a, a kind of a neat resource for us podcasters looking for music that we can play. I thought that would be a fun way to start. There are a lot of things to be thankful for, isn't there? You know, I had an interesting weekend. My brother and sister-in-law, Steve and Lori, and my wife, the lovely Lady Leanne and I, had a yard sale this past weekend at my house. Now, I'm not really sure if this is strictly an American thing or not. Some people call them garage sales. Some people call them rummage sales. You know, it's where you bring your junk out that you don't... Well, junk. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> treasures. Anyway, it's where you bring your junk out that you don't want anymore and put it on your front lawn or driveway and hope that somebody comes by that uh, will decide that they'll want the stuff that you no longer want. And in order to encourage them to buy these wonderful items, you offer them at ridiculously low, low prices. You know how it goes. Like I say, I don't know if that's really an American thing or if you have those in places like uh, the Netherlands and Great Britain and uh, all over the world, but... Uh, that's what we did this last weekend. Now, Leanne is great at doing these kinds of things. Um, she put an ad in the paper to announce the fact that our yard sale would be Saturday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I don't know what she put in the ad. I didn't read it, but I'm thinking she must have mentioned that we'd be giving away buckets of gold or something uh, because people started driving by our house at 5 o'clock in the morning. I kid you not. Now, how do I know that? Well, because my precious wife told me that we had to start putting things out that early. You think I'd normally get up at 5 o'clock on a Saturday? I don't think so. You have to understand, Leanne has been cluttering up, oh, maybe I should say storing this treasure in my garage for months. I've got a pretty big garage, and it was getting so that I could barely get one car in. Now, we have a couple of cars, and I really like to be able to park the cars in the garage, but it's been full of this yard sale stuff. We really did start putting things out there at just after 5 o'clock. Now get this, people would stop at like 5, I think they started coming by at 5.15, 5.30, something like that. Leanne would tell them they'd have to come back at 8 o'clock because we would never get everything out if we stopped to answer questions. Steve and Lori started bringing their things over a little bit later. Now for hours, I carried boxes out of the garage and Leanne unpacked the boxes and laid our merchandise out on plastic tarps on the lawn. Most of the big items that I put on display went on the driveway, you know, tools, uh, a weight set, furniture, big items. Well, by the time 7.30 rolled around, we had about, I don't know, 80% of the things out. And all of the lawn and all of the driveway was covered with clothes for men, clothes for women, clothes for boys and girls, toys, tech stuff, you know, old monitors, printers, cell phones, cables. Uh, we had housewares out there, dishes and glasses and flatware, a whole lot of knickknacks, you know, pictures and candles and other female frilly type stuff. There were books out there, vinyl, yeah, vinyl records, cassettes, CDs, videos, games, and on and on and on and on and on. I mean, you could you couldn't hardly see any grass. We had so much stuff out there, and I, I don't know. Um, let me see if I can estimate the, the the dimensions of my front yard, including the driveway over to the one side of the property. We probably have somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, I don't know, sixty feet. So we had 60 feet wide by about, I'm going to say, 20 feet deep, something like that. 
So it, it, it was a big area, and it was just covered covered with all this stuff. I really should have measured my yard, but uh, that's that's approximately, I suppose, how big the area was. And it was covered. We finally let the people start shopping, and it was crazy. I mean, literally, from the time I woke until there was any break at all in the crowds, I was focused on getting things out and then answering the, how much you want for this question. <laughs> my standard response was, Leanne, how much for this? Because I don't know the prices that, that these things should get. So it was hours. Along about 2.30 3 o'clock, when there was a little break in the action, my brother-in-law Steve and I collapsed in a couple of chairs that hadn't yet been sold. And we were to the point that we would have almost paid somebody to just come and take the rest. Just get it out of here. We were so tired. Even though we sold a lot of what we put out, there was still a whole lot left over. And we were just, we were just tired of it. Well, Steve and I got to talking about how exhausting we were and, and, and the day and how surprised we were that this many people would come out to these things, these yard sales, these garage sales, these rummage sales. It seems that some people just make a day out of going from one yard sale to the next, looking for who knows what. Well, then it occurred to me that almost without exception, every one of these items were things that at one time or another were things that we had decided we just had to have. Enough that we were willing to trade our hard-earned money for. And by extension, a part of our very lives. Because really, isn't that what we're, what we're doing when we work for pay? I'll give you eight hours a day of my very life, five days a week, for a paycheck, for money. I'm trading my life for money. So, when I decide that I need to buy some new gizmo, I'm really trading part of my life for that shiny new what's-it. And then a year or two or three later or whatever, I've decided that it's junk and I just want somebody to come by and pay me pennies on the dollar to take it off my hands. Does that make any sense? Listen to the words of Solomon, the richest and wisest king in the Bible. He's the son of David, the guy who killed Goliath and later became the king of Israel. In the book of Ecclesiastes, he says, I thought in my heart, come now, I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. But that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is foolish. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was worthwhile for men to do under heaven during the few days of their lives. I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired men and women singers and a harem as well, the delights of the heart of man. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all of my work, and this was the reward for all my labor. Yet, when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. Wow. All the things we accumulate all the things we think we just have to have become meaningless 
We work and we toil and we strive. Sometimes we take years and years and years to pay off what we have bought. And what do we end up with? And what do our so-called treasures say about us anyway? What do you treasure? Jesus said, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So where is your heart? What do you treasure? Does it make any sense to put real value in the things we accumulate? I'll bet you if you ask some of these, uh, some of the people that have been displaced from their homes because of the last couple of hurricanes, I'll bet they'd have a different outlook on life. At least I would think so. I would hope so. Listen to what Jesus said just before he made that last statement. Let me put it in context for you. It's in Matthew 6, starting in verse 19. He said, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now in the show notes, I'm going to put uh, this whole passage. There's much more there that uh, that you really ought to take a look at. So check out the show notes page for the whole uh, the whole passage. It ends at verse 34. Is your heart in your treasures here on earth, or is it someplace eternal? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have things. We need clothes on our backs and shelter over our heads and food in our stomachs. We need to provide for our families. But do we have our eyes on getting the next shiny new thing, or do we have our eyes fixed on Jesus, desiring more of Him, and how we can make an offering of ourselves to Him and His kingdom? I think that's a better place to invest, don't you? Speaking of treasures, I have one here that I'm going to give away. This one truly is a treasure. It's a Bible from my own personal library. Now I have in front of me here some slips of paper upon which is written the names of the people who took the time to write me this last week with their preferences for how long they would like the LifeSpring podcast to be. I've placed the papers in a container and I'm, there's the container, and I'm going to pull one of the papers out of the container. The person whose name is on that piece of paper will receive the Bible. Now, the Bible is a New American Standard Topical Chain Study Bible. It's a great study tool. I'm putting my hand in right now. Here we go. I'm stirring them up. And I'm pulling a piece of paper out. And the winner of my Bible is Russ. Okay, now I don't know where Russ is from. He didn't uh, tell me in his email. But I'm going to be emailing Russ, returning his email, and saying, hey, you are the winner. So, Russ, congratulations. I want to thank you very much. I want to thank to everybody who wrote in this week. Without exception, each one had some really encouraging words to me, which I very much appreciate. And I'm so glad you took the time to write. Thank you for doing that. It means a great deal to me that the show means enough to you that you'd write in. So how about one more fun song? You're going to like this one, too. I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? They'd start singing praise in a whole new way. Fred Wilma Flintstone, sing yabba dabba Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, they sing scooby doo Dog named Astro Ruff Ruff Ruya I was thinking the other day What if cartoons got sick They'd start singing praise 
Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Luya, dude Then there's Kermit the Frog here singing Hi, hallelujah Little ball guy, Elmer Fudd Hallelujah I was thinking the other day What if cartoons got sick They start singing praise In a whole new way His friend Rocky Bullwinkle-booyah How about a favorite bear named Yogi Hey, booyah All those little blue guys And they sing la 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 Beavis and that other guy I was thinking the other day what if cartoons got saved? They'd start singing praise in a whole new way. Now there's a point to this new tune. I'm not an animaniac. There's a lot of praising to do when cartoons weren't made for that. It's our job. Oh yeah. So let's sing Yabba Let's sing Scooby Doo Doo Ya. Let's sing Wakaburuya. Let's sing Hallelujah. Let's sing Hallelujah. Let's sing Hallelujah. Yeah, isn't that a fun one? I played that for Timothy, my youngest boy today, and he was just cracking up. He was cracking up. And I thought maybe it'd be fun for you too, because if you're anything like me, you remember what it was like to love cartoons. I still watch some of them. One of my favorite ones, ah, well, that's a soft subject. Well, one of my favorite ones is uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. I think that's a great one. You know, a very good and cherished friend of mine sent this email to me the other day, and I wanted to share it with you because it really relates to our conversation today. So here it is. It says, I'm only thinking of you. This is an important note about money. It can buy a house, but not a home. It can buy a clock, but not time. It can buy you a position, but not respect. It can buy you a bed, but not sleep. It can buy you a book, but not knowledge. It can buy you medicine, but not health. So you see, money isn't everything, and it often causes pain and suffering. I tell you this because I'm your friend. And as your friend, I want to take away your pain and suffering. So send me all your money and I will suffer for you. (laughs) Cash only, please. After all, what are friends for? Let me know if you need my address. Well, if you'd like to contact me about anything else that's on your mind, it's easy. Just send an email or an mp3 to steve.lifespring at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of my ever-expanding mailing list, email me and ask me to add you. I promise never to spam you because I send out a newsletter once a month, and that's about all. You'll get to hear what's going on uh, with the podcast, maybe some upcoming things, maybe uh, looking back at some things that are uh, interesting or fun or what have you, but... uh, that's what I do uh, on the newsletter. Show notes, by the way, are at lifespringpodcast.com. So those are the two addresses you need to know. Steve.lifespring at gmail.com and show notes at lifespringpodcast.com. Uh, last week I asked about my iPod and uh, why my iPod and my computer don't like each other. Well, I want to thank Keith in Colorado for sending me a possible fix. I haven't had yet, uh, haven't yet had time to try it out. Uh, Keith, but I'll let you know if it works, okay? Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you doing that. Now, remember, 
being a follower of Christ can make a difference in your life today. Remember the words of Jesus you've heard on this podcast. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? What's your response? Your answer can and does affect your life today. If you'd like to know more about Jesus or have, if you have questions that you'd like me to answer, write me at the email address I gave you, steve.lifespring at gmail.com. I'll answer your questions to the very best of my ability. Now remember, I am your host, Steve Webb, and I'll see you next time. God bless you. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight.